income, 20 pounds, annual expenditure, 19.196, result, happiness. Annual income, 20 pounds, annual expenditure, 20 pounds, ought, and six, result, misery. Charles Dickens, David Copperfield. Kate Wetzel grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, and studied at Kenyon College and Oxford University. She received her MFA in creative writing from Indiana University, and her poems have appeared in the National Poetry Review, Story South, Epiphany, Phoebe, and New Plains Review. She lives in Chicago with her husband, poet Ben Debus. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Kate, what poems have you brought for us today? The first one is October Wedding for Ben. Now is the time to be glad of our losses, to cut a wedding dress from yards of liquidated fabric, to pin the tissue paper pattern gently and leave each expensive cloth-covered button bound in plastic, waiting to hide the zipper seam. Now to slip stitch, to buttonhole, to cut a veil from tons of tulle, to prepare the wedding feast, put up months ahead, casseroles and vegetables set on ice, now to cure and salt, smoke and freeze. The flowers on the altar will be meadow-made, fall flowers, goldenrod, maybe black-eyed Susan, tied in twine or whatever we find around the house. The gardens produce each twisted centerpiece, a jade marbled pumpkin, a squash in the shape of Gabriel's horn. We buy magnums of wine each weekend and hide them from ourselves in back cabinets and under the sink, and I cry a little when my machine trips a stitch and snags the skirt, full like a child on its way. Invitations inked on the backs of old postcards announce dancing to commence under the stone angel who guards the fountain, and autumn leaves, red hands waving in the slightest breeze, will rustle under our feet like a bed of snakes. The cake will phosphoresce while we kiss and twirl in the garden by the gate with the angel looming and the darkness real. We'll dance like beggars with mouths full of cake and love the evening, no matter how brief. This next poem is based on an actual historical meeting between the poet Walt Whitman, who was five years old at the time, and the Marquis de Lafayette, the American Revolutionary War hero. Lafayette and Whitman, 1824. In Brooklyn, he'd come to lay the library cornerstone, but found children waiting in the rough foundation for the best view of him, who had fought and gone years before their birth. His horses paused at the crater where they stood, and before he touched a brick, he lifted one child out of the way of giant stones and kissed the boy's cheek to the crowd's delight as other gentlemen passed children from the construction site to safety. Whitman remembered the magnetic quiet of the moment, the kiss, the fine carriage horses leaning in sunlight, how tall the man, how familiar his face, painted on souvenir pictures and dinner plates, his name cried aloud by newsboys every day, along with what he wore or ate, what he thought of slavery, and who he praised. At five, he didn't know it yet, but that afternoon was set on copper plate, etched in memory's acid bath, a martial band, 
the crowd fixed on Lafayette, who leaned down to lift him from the rocks and kiss him kindly on the street. Summer. Just like that, your girlfriend's dead. Isn't it funny? You can only imagine a white peacock lost in the subway station, getting in the wrong car over and over. Two men pour silt on her shoes. One man wreathed her crossed, penitent arms with gardenia blossoms. Someone painted her face. Tiny horsehair brushes. A carved soap rose snapped in a walnut case to keep it safe. Her prom heels point to the bottom of the room. Someone decided on the silver satin dress instead of a boxy church cut, and it does look good, despite the suture. Best-dressed girl in park or parlor, prettiest little fish in the river. You've been listening to poems by Kate Wetzel on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro.